This week, my top group of coaching students at the Photography Business Institute wrapped up a framework we lovingly call Planuary. I believe so much in this framework and how it separates photographers who succeed versus photographers who struggle that we spend well over nine hours in January working through this framework together. Today, I'm going to walk you through the same framework that these hugely successful photographers use so you can make sure you're looking at the right things when you plan your year out for your portrait photography business. Hey there. My name is Sarah Petty, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Now I'm the founder of the Photography Business Institute, where we provide guided support from start to finish. Whether you're a beginner photographer dipping your toes in or a more advanced photographer with big income goals. Each week on this podcast, I'll show you how to find and serve photography clients in a world where we compete with free, thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at photographybusinessinstitute.com. I love this saying, failing to plan is planning to fail. Think about it. How can you expect to get somewhere if you don't make a plan? That's more of a wandering strategy. And while it may get you through life, it just doesn't work in business. You don't stumble upon a successful business. If you're overwhelmed with what to do next or stuck, it's probably because you're failing to plan. So each year, we kick off the year with my peak performance students who are working toward their certified boutique photographer certification with one of my favorite events, Planuary. I created Planuary because I saw the needs of my students to understand what marketing and business planning look like. The rest of the year, especially late in the year, they need to be focusing on revenue versus stopping and creating a detailed plan. It only makes sense in Planuary because we have a clean slate to start with. And it's more intensive than just hoping for more clients this year. I've seen firsthand the benefits of Planuary each year as our students are making more and more in their businesses. This year, we added three more hours to the training to help the students not just create their annual plan, but reinforce it by sharing each step with others in the group as we went. After Planuary, the students not only have the confidence of knowing how they're going to hit their financial goal, they know exactly what they're going to be doing, get this, in the next seven seconds to make it happen. More on that in a moment. Our intensive planuary training is spread out over the entire month with the premise that we have just come off our busy season as portrait photographers, and this is the slower time of year when we have to take time to fix and plan so that we can run faster and more smoothly in the upcoming year. For the students who have been in our program for multiple years, every year when they do planuary, they can see how much more they have grown from the year before. They're understanding cash flow management more each year and the importance of having a plan for seasonality and whatever obstacles might come up for them. 
I want to share with you a look at how I always approach Planuary as a former ad agency marketing director, where this was my favorite part of my job, which is good because that was most of my job. For all of my clients, it was my job to put together their detailed marketing strategy for the year. And we worked with a very diverse client base. So it was like this big strategy puzzle for each and every client. And oh my gosh, this is where I honed my skills as a marketer because it wasn't just the same thing and everybody had different goals and objectives, which is what made it fun. But the more I did it, the more I built skills that I could take from one client and tweak the strategy a little bit and have an amazing plan. And it wasn't just guessing, right? It was based on solid proof of what had worked at that agency. Next, the team and I would take the strategy and the tactics and the creative team would come together and create the plan that supported this strategy. And most people do this wrong. They sit down and they say, oh gosh, okay, hmm, I don't have any clients. I don't have a marketing strategy. So I'm gonna pick some tactics. We'll call those tactics spaghetti and let's throw them at the fridge and see what sticks, <laughs> right? And and most of the time, the there might be like a strand of noodle that sticks and then it wiggles down and falls to the ground. And don't feel bad if you've done this. This is what most photographers do. And then when the spaghetti doesn't stick, they take it personally or they assume it failed because of what they did. They aren't good enough. They aren't priced right. Or I'm sure there's just too much competition. It isn't any of those things. Most of the time, it's because they don't have a strategy or a plan. The strategy, aka plan, has to come first. And then the tactics come second. I hope you enjoy this podcast and I hope that it inspires you to learn this versus clinging on to this very self-defeating viewpoint that you've had. Here are six steps that our process entails, and I'm pretty sure you're going to want to take notes and write this down. Number one, hashtag family first, baby. Look, we start with a family first filter. This is what gets me out of bed every day. This is what motivates me to serve you photographers so hard. It's because I had parents who had that philosophy that they were able to put family first. Didn't mean we were wealthy. It just means that they had the flexibility to put family first. And I made that my mission when I had my kids and I want it for all of my students. So the first thing we do in Planuary, after I get them pumped up, of course, is everyone gets a 12-month calendar on one page that, you know, 12-month at a glance where they can mark off their family activities. So we have them go through, when is your kid's spring break? When do you want to travel as a family? What holidays do you want off? Is there anything happening in your life where you need to chill out? Are you having knee surgery? Are you moving? What's happening in your life? So cross those dates off first. It's so important we do that so that we can enjoy the family time and we can put this the, the business strategies second. Okay, this also helps us not have guilt when we're enjoying our family time, right? Because we know we're making the money that we need to make to pay our bills in those other days of the month, allowing us to be fully present when we're with our families. And by the way, and I've talked about this on many 
podcasts before, family first doesn't mean it's an excuse to hide or to procrastinate. It's simply starting our planning with our most important priorities, which is putting family on the calendar first. And that might be date night. It might be a walk every morning with your spouse or partner. Like it can happen midday. It doesn't matter. You get to decide, not some boss telling you you're low man on the totem pole. No, my friend, you put your family first. So every single one of you, you can Google and get one of these year at a glance calendars and put that in there. We also put this in the planner that you are going to get at our upcoming event, Go Boutique Live. Um, and so you're gonna want it have that planner and we even put a place in there for you to take notes of the podcast all year that planner oh my gosh it's like two big juicy inches of awesomeness check out goboutiquelive.com if you don't know what I'm talking about you're gonna love it okay number two thing in planuary big rocks the next thing we do is we give everyone a line graph of the year where they can look at each month from a high level and put in the proverbial big rocks onto their plan Yes, this very cool design is also in the planner that you are going to get when you come to Go Boutique Live. But these are the big activities that take more time. We call them big rocks because you can't put the t this together in an hour, right? They have gorgeous graphic design. They often have partners and many moving parts. We give our students over 20 detailed strategic activities to choose from, but still these things must have a runway for them to get off the ground. So even though I'm the one that hired the professional graphic designer and wrote up the strategy and rationale and all the detailed tactical steps to each activity, they still need to plan for that to happen. So maybe it's a charitable fundraising activity where they partner with a charity to raise money for them and the charity and the other business partner or partners provide the new clients for them, right? This takes time to build those relationships and educate the partner and the charity on how it benefits them to promote the photographer. And then in detail, what everyone's part is in the promotion. Maybe it's a senior campaign, maybe it's a tween campaign, new baby, pets, et cetera. We have all of them in detail, which is so fun. And what we do is I encourage them to pick one big rock per quarter at the most, because if they do this one activity really well, they can make the money they need for their quarter, which is amazing. Then in January, what is so powerful is that we put them into small groups virtually, right? They're in a Zoom room where they share their big rocks with other people. That way, if they're stuck or they're not really confident that that's the one they wanna pick, it comes up, other people encourage them or help them change to what someone else is doing. And it anchors in for them that yes, this is the plan that's perfect for me. And I think this is one of the most powerful parts of group coaching. It isn't just sitting alone, making a plan and then wondering, mm, did I do this right? I wonder what other people are doing. Are they doing the same thing? It's taking proven systems, getting coaching, putting it on paper, sharing it and anchoring it in that what they've chosen is the right thing. They even get together after planuary and get small groups and get together so that they can work through these activities together, which is the benefit of everybody having the same training, which gives everyone more confidence and momentum. Write those two things down, post them up in your room, take a picture, put it on Instagram and tag me, please. Confidence and momentum. I love seeing you guys take my words and move forward with them. 
Okay. After we put family first activities down and then we pick the big rocks for the year, then we want to pick the small rocks. You can't fill your jar up with small rocks and water because then the big rocks don't fit in. So there are lots of small rocks, but let me give you one example, because these are the smaller activities that support the big rocks, but they don't take as big of a runway to happen. These activities are things like generating clients every month by donating to local charitable auctions. It took me a couple years of doing these wrong to figure out what to do. I was just giving away a, a free session in an eight by 10 and I realized, okay, that's what people come in for. And if I want to turn them into a right fit client, I have to do it differently. And so we teach this in one of our pathways, right? Exactly how to do it, what the offer is, what to say, how to train the volunteer, how to make sure every client comes in and orders your average and is thrilled and gushes on you and loves you and refers you, right? But these are the things that need to go in. They don't just happen. And so, my gosh, I had a student who found 66 auctions in her market in one afternoon. So imagine that. If even half of those come in, you have 33 clients, say your average sale, which many of my students get after being in my programs, is over $1,500. That's what, $45,000, $50,000 for one activity. How would you like that? Yeah, and those are just the small rocks. Those don't even include the big rocks. So fun, so fun. Then number four, water. We talk about the water activities. These are the little things that fill in the gaps, right? Just like you're walking around drinking a bottle of water. When you're thirsty, you take a sip here, you take a sip there. And uh, we have a monthly training for our students literally called HYPE. H-Y-P-E, they each stand for something different that needs to happen as water activities when you can fill them in. So we literally give them social media posts and ideas for the month based on what is happening that month. These are timely social media activities that fit in in between other activities. I call them like a little drip, right? They're always happening in the background to build community and to keep top of mind awareness for everybody. These are based on seasonal things that happen, like Valentine's Day, St. Patty's Day, or heck, National Cupcake Day. These are also fantastic ways for everyone to build relationship with their top potential business partnerships. We call these Dream 100 Partners. These are the other businesses in the market who share our target audience that we want to partner with. And let me tell you, because these are successful business owners, you can't just walk in and say, hey, do you want to put up a display for me and partner with me? No, you have to build a relationship with them first. So we teach our students through hype, as well as some of the small rock and even big rock activities, how to build a relationship with these potential partners. Because we always say, if they don't know, like, and trust you, you shouldn't be making them an offer of any kind. Okay, you want them to know, like, and trust you first. All right, so step number five. I hope you guys are loving this, right? Step number five is 30, 60, 90. I'm talking days here, my friend. The next step of going from a high-level strategy down to tactics where we break the big rocks and even the small rocks into action steps. Like, what does this mean? If I'm partnering with a charity, what are the tactics that go into that, right? From picking the charity to creating the offer to what is the promotional campaign? What are all of those things? So we break down all of those activities into bite-size, step-by-step action steps. 
We do this in a framework we call 30, 60, 90, where we break down not just for the next one month, but for the next three months by month. So we know what we're doing this month, the next month, and the next month. And then when a month goes by, it rotates, right? Our 30 days or well, our 60 days 60 days now are in the 30-day column. So we're, we have a new 30-day, 60-day, and 90-day. But it's very simple, right? If we're looking at the next three months, one activity at a time, and we're breaking it down to what do we do in the next 30 days for this marketing goal, in the next 60 days, and in the next 90 days. So for example, our students are working on a campaign that we have trademarked called Pooch Playoff. So only our students are allowed to use this campaign. Once they get in the program, they get access to all the graphics and all the things. And they know in January the things they need to do so that they're setting the promotion up. And then in February, they're doing sessions and offering the artwork to their clients. In March, they're wrapping it up into a bracket that follows March Madness for all of their clients to vote and all the people on social media get to vote for the winning pet on the bracket. And then we have this national competition, right? So it's got urgency and scarcity built right into it. But they have to know what happens in January, what happens in February, and what happens in March. And so we broke these down into actionable items. We put everyone into groups so that they could anchor these steps and action steps in with each other and lay out the steps one at a time. This assured that everyone had lots of support and felt confident in their plan. Okay, so they knew what they were doing in January, in February, and in March, okay? Then we got to step six, which is seven, seven, seven. Okay, so we went from our 30, 60, 90 day plan based on the the big rocks, the small rocks in the water, right? We just keep starting super high level and we're moving our way down to more detail, more detail, more detail. And a great plan that isn't executed because of paralysis by analysis isn't going to work either, right? So we took each activity from just the next 30 days and we had them break it down into our 777 framework. So they know what to do and get this, the next seven days, seven minutes and seven seconds. Imagine what that would feel like to not only know what your year plan is, but your 90-day plan, your 60-day, your 30-day, your 7-day, your 7-minute, and your 7-second plan. What? Seriously, that is what it takes to create a plan that is custom to you and gets you moving immediately, right? So when you take something that's big and scary and overwhelming and you just keep chunking down on it until it's one bite at a time... I always say it's kind of like Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs, just picking them up as you go, picking them up as you go, and then you just do the things. So when you're doing this, you start with the big activities, then the medium ones, and then the the smaller ones, which is like social media and one-on-one outreach, and then you break it down by, by year, quarter, month, day, hour, and minute. Like baking a cake from a box recipe. You just start doing one thing at a time. Before you know it, bam. You got a business, baby. This doesn't sound so hard, does it? I think the challenge in the market is that most people teaching photographers have no training on the difference between solid marketing strategy versus tactics. They're suggesting things like mini sessions or discounts without having a correct strategy behind it or telling photographers to give more digital files away than their competitors. Look, I really want you to hear this. 
You don't have to spend all of your time worrying about what to charge, what to charge, what to charge. I have to charge less. I have to discount. I have to lower my prices. If you have a solid and proven plan to follow, right? You don't have to compete on price and attract clients that way. One of the things I know that makes us different from other photography educators is that I just see so many other people copying other people and maybe they did something that got them where they are, but they don't exactly know why what they did worked or how to replicate it or how to pivot if someone's market is very different. Truly, I think at the Photography Business Institute, we have the formal education that backs the strategy that you need to build a business when there's an oversaturated market of people who are very much competing on price, right? It's a brutal industry to be in, but one that you can very easily separate yourself from if you get out of the price race to the bottom. That's where the competition is. Listen, what we've done at the Photography Business Institute is we've taken over 20 years of teaching photographers proven systems that have been taught and tested to thousands of students, right? Successfully. And then what we've learned is that it's so hard to do alone. We've got to have a community. And so we've put people into groups, into a system that took me years to master so that when people come into our community, we put them into a group so that they can't fail unless they quit. I think the power of seeing someone else have the same doubts as you and together you conquer the negativity and you, you heal, right? The power of healing so many of the disempowering thoughts that have been poured into you from your childhood. I just think it's important to have a coach and a program that have been time tested in a community of people who live by a set of core values that lift you up instead of tear you down. I'm so sick of the world tearing everyone else down. And I you know, I've taught business, marketing, management, all of those classes at the college level. And I hated it because I would lecture and people would take tests. That is so not real world. Okay. I also know that when I got my MBA, my favorite professors were the ones who were actually practicing what they taught, right? That's why in my programs, all of our coaches at the Photography Business Institute have been vetted by me. They're running successful photography businesses. They're in the game, which is so powerful. Nobody vets college instructors in that way, right? It's very rare. And I just think having this much support from people who are succeeding, that it's not just Sarah Petty. It's not just one person. It is a whole organization, right? It's the Photography Business Institute full of people who are proof after proof after proof of success. My friend, if you aren't planning to succeed, you aren't going to succeed. That's the bottom line. Once you do it the right way once, you will get more and more confidence to do it again, right? With a whole group of people cheering for you as you do it. Each promotional activity will get easier. And you will see the distance between you and these supposed competitors in your market getting bigger and bigger. I hope this has helped you see that planning has to start with strategy and then tactics all along, putting in the big rocks, the middle rocks, the water, all of the activities in that order using a family first filter. Otherwise, you're probably just throwing together a mini session that isn't working and then beating yourself up 
if you're doing that, it's not your fault. You just haven't learned the right way to build a photography business. Please know when you are ready to follow a proven path, we are here for you, my friend. In the meantime, just give yourself January to focus on fixing and planning so you can have a better year than last year. And I do hope I see you at Go Boutique Live soon, 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 so we can spend three days virtually pumping you up. You can do this, my friend. It's a choice and it's your turn to make this choice for yourself. Let's go. Hey, photographer. I do something pretty huge once a year and I'll make sure you know about it because it's coming up on February 27th, 28th, and 29th this year, 2024. If you're a photographer who's seeking change in your photography business and your life, somebody who's ready to transform into the photographer you know deep down you can be, Maybe you're a photographer who needs a complete reset, then Go Boutique Live, the Photography Business Institute's three-day online event is for you. It's three whole days like nothing you've ever experienced and it's virtual. It's connection, it's learning what to do in this ever-changing world. It's growing and renewing your passion for your boutique photography business. And the best part, Go Boutique Live is happening online. So no plane ticket, no hotel costs, no travel hassles, just you and me and a killer lineup of incredible speakers pouring into you and your business for three whole days, February 27th, 28th, and 29th, 2024. We'll be interacting live, breaking out into small groups, answering your questions, and immersing you in all things boutique. Not to mention you get a big box of really cool boutique photographer swag and materials that lead you through the event and they're almost out. Listen, tickets are on sale now, but there are a very limited number of tickets because we've pre-ordered the boxes left for the 2024 event. So go grab your ticket now at goboutiquelive.com before the price goes up. That's goboutiquelive.com and I can't wait to see you there.